Hey, I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Lauren. And if you're not familiar with us, welcome to Abbott Abbott Podcast and Abbott Elementary Podcast. Um, if you are familiar with us, welcome back. Hi, nice to see you. A little bit different. <laughs> this is not Gleek, please. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the name is self-explanatory, but just in case, explain to the people what this podcast is. <laughs> so, um, if you live under a rock and you don't know what <laughs> Abel Lentry is, um, get cooking, because <laughs> best show on television at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Um, and it's about teaching mm-hmm. and the school system. And fun stuff like that. Yeah, it's about, it's about teachers in a inner city um Philadelphia school. And it's underfunded. Now, we are not teachers, but we were students. <laughs> and I so, am a former education major. Come on. Yeah. And um I am a daycare teacher. So in a way we are we are <laughs> so scratch that i guess um but yeah i'm a daycare teacher i teach um i've been in all the classrooms on floater so mm-hmm. um <clears throat> oh geez so yeah um granted i didn't go to a underfunded school i went to a charter school uh kindergarten through eighth grade and i ended up going to a pretty it wasn't rich, but a pretty well-funded um, high school. So, but I was a part of the music program, and you know how that goes—the <laughs> music and the theater program. So those were underfunded. Love that. So I do know a little bit, but obviously not from a teacher perspective. Yeah. Um, my school I would say is pretty underfunded. Mm-hmm. Um. Our town was pretty much crackhead central. Uh, so, and apparently now the school's going through a resurgence and they have a bunch of cool stuff that they did not have when I was there. So, um, <laughs> I'm calling homophobia, but you know, it's okay. My school has a whole bunch of t- flat screen TVs hung up all around the school now. I said, this wasn't, why did y'all have all these? What the? <laughs> We're what? putting in some turf field at ours and we're right next to a river, so that's gonna get flooded. Oh no! And now they have a um, like a pavilion from the freshman campus to the tenth through twelfth campus. Oh, so yeah, y'all don't have to walk in the rain and the snow like that. <sighs> Not like we did. <laughs> I knew I they were gonna get cool. it though, and I knew it was gonna be after I graduated because this guy who graduated a couple years before me, who went to the same church, he he was telling me about how they were gonna get it because he was on a student council. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so funny. He's a pastor now. <laughs> He's only a few years older than me. He's doing great. I love that for him. Mm-hmm. So proud of his success. Anyway, <laughs> um, I love this show, mm-hmm. and I'm very proud of its success. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we thought nobody's talking about this show through podcasts and since that's what we do we thought we'd make one okay <laughs> that's the name of the game so yeah 
and watch what I'm gonna with our great podcast. We're gonna talk about community. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one hyperfixation to the next. That's yeah, how we do things. Right. What else am I gonna do? Get a have a get a job, have a career. Shut up. Like. <laughs> yeah, we're not get a life. No, it's not gonna happen. No, Lauren is my life. life. <laughs> You're my life. <laughs> Podcasting is our life. And we're not getting paid for this. So. <laughs> and we're not even that good at it. But you know, it's okay. Right. But we know what we're doing at this point. It's been almost two years with Gleek, please. So, yeah. Yeah. And the anniversary for this podcast is going to be on January 1st. So, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was when we finally came up with a that we decided that we wanted to do another podcast but we but we've gone through a lot of rebranding if you yeah. saw what we was doing before no you didn't that don't nope. exist nope. <laughs> um so yeah yeah there's not i don't know i'm 22 you're 22 mm-hmm. i'm gonna be 23 in july you're gonna be 23 in august yeah yeah pronoun she they for both of us because we're so cool right um i don't know like i said we have we have a glee podcast uh, tv show uh, what <laughs> podcast about the tv show glee and we also talk about different movie musicals we are at the beginning of season three right now like the beginning middle whatever we haven't posted in a minute just because <laughs> we don't have a reason we didn't feel like it that's that's it <laughs> Uh, like you know it's whatever so yeah check out that if you love a glee and if you love movie musicals so far we've done all three high school musical movies and we've and we've also done um the first descendants we might do zombies because i just watched all three movies <laughs> and they, they kind of ate i see the, i like disney snapped again i didn't think they would i did not think they would <laughs> but yeah um what else do we do, Emily? Um, so backtracking off of that glee hyperfixation. Uh, we also write fan fiction. Um, and yeah. that's how Lauren and I met. Oh yeah, we forgot to say the part. <laughs> yeah. We live in two different states. We've never actually met in person. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Um, yeah. Workable problems. Anyway. Um but she read my book. I read hers. We became best friends. And that's it. Yeah. One day I was like, bro, do you want to start a podcast with me? And she's like, yeah. I said, bet. And now here we are. A podcast, two podcasts later. <laughs> it is what it is. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else to say. This is a mockumentary um, TV show. Similar to Parks and Rec and The Office. Mm-hmm. but so much better than those two in my opinion i've never actually like watched either of them so i've watched the office but not like an avid the office fan mm-hmm. i've seen um, like a few episodes here and there right my dad likes them more than me like you know we, we used to rent the you know when you used to rent videos <laughs> we used to rent the office seasons um I watched yeah. the episode with friend of the pod, cousin of Joe McHale, Kevin McHale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have not. I started watching the first episode of Parks and Rec and I couldn't get through it. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. And also similar to Modern Family. 
I guess that's like a mockumentary. Yeah, that's a mockumentary. But you know what also is kind of one, but not Liv and Maddie. People forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, when they end up having the little confessions Mm -hmm. or testimonials, whatever those are. Mm. Yeah, people forgot about that. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's it's like Modern Family, Live and Maddie, and, but more like The Office and Parks and Rec. Anyways, it's, but it's so much better. Place based, but yes. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna talk about we're just gonna talk about the pilot in this episode, and now you know what our schooling was like, and now you know what we are like. So let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know how you do. You want to do your little intros? <laughs> it's going to be different. I know. I'm so used to just spitting out musical numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, introduce um the characters, I think, and what okay. this show is about, I think. Uh-huh. So as we said, um, this is focused on interstate school in Philadelphia. Um, They're all teachers. It, there's a big focus on one of the main characters, Janine Teagues. She's a newer teacher. It's like her second year teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just very naive about how the system works. She's a very positive person. And I love her to death. She's my little baby. Right. I love... Uh, hold on. I, I don't get into it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Um, And then we have senior teacher Barbara Howard. Mm-hmm. um she's been there for 20 years as a kindergarten teacher um she takes no prisoners taking no fools um she a bad bitch period yeah a godly bad bitch <laughs> yeah godly she is a woman of god mm-hmm. she likes to get her nails done she likes to go to church she likes being a teacher period that's that that's barbara um we also have another seniorish teacher lisa shimenti who is Who? a Philly woman? I said Lisa. Melissa. Oh my god! <laughs> Lisa's her sister, right? I don't remember. I don't remember I her name. Probably. You know, I was combining Lisa and Walter. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> sorry, I'm. Oh, sorry. Girl. Wait, Janine Teagues is played by Quinta Brunson, one of the creator of the show, and yes. Barbara Howard is played by Shirley Ralph, um, a seasoned actress. She's more black famous than. Hollywood famous, but she is now an Emmy winner. So, mm-hmm. period. And you know more about Lisa Ann Walter than I do. So, go yeah. Ahead. Um, Lisa Ann Walter, um, probably know her from The Parent Trap. I can't mm-hmm. for the life of me remember her character in The Parent Trap, but she's she the, hot, the nanny. Like the, the hot nanny. That's who she is. Um, I recognize her from Shall We Dance. She was Richard Gere's partner. Sure. Have you never seen that movie? Oh, I've never seen Richard Gere and, and Jennifer Lopez. It's a remake of a, I think it's a Japanese movie. And I saw the original and it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> There's a guy, like, I would have to show you how he walks. He like, he walks to the end, his corner, turns his body abruptly, keeps walking, hits another corner, turns his body abruptly. <laughs> it's funny. You'd have to watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, Lisa Ann Walter. Yeah, Lisa Ann Walter. She plays Melissa Shimenti. <laughs> um, and she is a Philly woman, uh, born and raised 
Mm-hmm. Philly is South for- Philly. Don't forget it. Yeah, <laughs> she's Italian. She's she's with it. It's a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. She's got connections, but you can't know any of their names. No, because it might be a little suspicious, a little criminal activity, and you know that's okay. You gotta do what you gotta right. do. Yep. That's what it is. Um. <laughs> After Melissa, we have um Jacob Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So Jacob Hill. Um. He's he's Jacob. He's um, the he's the white savior of the school, but like yeah. not. He yeah. Mostly Abbott has black teachers. There's only a few white teachers. Um, and Jacob uh wants to be really cool and fit in with the rest of the teachers. <laughs> um and the jokes are falling a little flat, but he's got heart. Mm-hmm. And then after him is um Mr. Johnson. He, we don't know much about him yet because he doesn't really become a a reoccurring character until season two. But he's the he's the custodian. And he's freaking hilarious. He is the show. And then after him, we don't meet Gregory until like halfway through the first episode, really. So his name is Gregory Eddie, played by my future husband, Tyler James Williams. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, if you listen to this podcast, no, you did not just hear me say that. <laughs> Unless you did. So, hey, what's up? Anyways, <laughs> Tyler James Williams is a seasoned actor. He was a child actor. Everybody hates Chris. Let it shine. He was also on a Black Lady sketch show. Um, He is that dude. He, he has so many credits. I love him, and I have loved him. You know, I grew up with him, in a way. Mm-hmm. He's just so talented. Yes. I love him. Like, what a guy. When I found out he was going to be in the show, I said I was already going to tune in, but I'm definitely tuning in. And then after him is Principal Ava Coldman, played by, oh my God, what is her name? Janelle James. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm like, some James to start with a J, because I get that confused with Jimmy and Jamil, even though I know they're not the same person. <laughs> definitely not the same person um yeah but janelle james she had never acted before but she auditioned for the show and was like i think y'all should put me in the show (laughs) she's a comedian and i really like her she's very funny she's really she makes ava likable while being a bad person (laughs) like she knows she's a bad person though Mm -hmm. it's similar to jane lynch being sue sylvester Oh, I did not even talk about Gregory Eddie. I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> this is why you do it. And I don't. Uh. Um, Gregory Eddie, he's um a substitute teacher for now. He did go to school to be a principal. He applied for Abbott Elementary, but he didn't get the job because Ava Coleman blackmailed the superintendent because she needed a job. <laughs> I mean, Queen uh, yeah. of Manifestation. She'll get it done. So that's the main characters. Um, Quentin Brunson, she created this this show because her mom her her mom is basically her inspiration for the show. You know, she was a, was was her mom a teacher for inner city Philly school, or was it just an inner city school? I think it was inner city. I am I'm not positive. Oh, I should we should have did our research. Oops. Um, and Quentin Brunson, she started out on BuzzFeed, and then she was on a Black Lady Sketch Show. And then she finally created at elementary. Oh. And I love her. She's so funny. She's so talented. 
Um, if you don't, if you if you've seen that, oh, he got money video. That's her. <laughs> if you've never seen the show, which I hope you would see have seen the show if you're listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's. I think that's all there's to introduce. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk about what happens in the episode. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is different than what than when we do Glee, y'all. So bear with us. It's, it's a different process. So, mm-hmm. so still we we still need the episode summary. Yeah. Um. So, the pilot is pretty much Janine's fight to get rugs for her classroom. <laughs> It's all about how the school district does not care enough to fund them and give them money to keep their classrooms fresh and exciting and their kids engaged. Um, and you know, Ava is Ava, so and Gregory is also starting his first day at Abbott. Then so. you know the, the the seasoned teachers are trying to tell Janine, "You're not gonna get what you want <laughs> until." You know, in the end, when she finally realizes that you can't, you know, so basically you can't depend on the school board. You have to do what you have to do and depend on your on your community of teachers to 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 basically raise these kids and teach these kids and to make a difference. And I love this show. <laughs> we can talk about the characters too. Yes, mm-hmm. starting with Janine. So we like as the show goes on. You realize that Janine, you know, she she's a problem solver. She wants she feels like she has to fix everything and that's based on childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. But um I love how even though she feels like she has to fix everything, she still learns her lesson so that it doesn't make her an unlikable character. Yeah. You know? Like if she didn't, if she was just hard headed and didn't want to learn, then she would be annoying. So like you can't hate Janine. Like I don't <laughs> she learned her lessons. Like she has the spirit, it's just her way of going about things never works in her favor. Right. And then once it fails, she realizes I should have listened. And there she goes. <laughs> we love characters that are held accountable and learn mm-hmm. from their mistakes. Ryan Murphy can never. Nope. Um, what are your thoughts on Barbara Howard? I love her so much. I oh, know. She's just okay. So I started. Abbott came on like right as I had dropped out of college, mm. and I was in a very bad place in my life because I was like, I'm supposed to be a teacher, and here I am just working at a grocery store. My life is not going the way it is. But every time I listen to Barbara, I'm like, you know what? Everything's gonna be okay. Right. And I like how she's not so much a mammy character, but she still is motherly, and she still is there to Grinson and Brunson to basically create a Barbara Howard with Shirley Ralph in mind, because this is basically the character that is based on her mom. Mm-hmm. And she's Janine's work mom, even though she doesn't <laughs> accept that role yet. Thanks, Mom! <laughs> I mean, Miss Howard! <laughs> um, 
Next is Melissa Shamenti. I love her. She gets she gets stuff done. You know, she may seem a little sketchy when time comes, but at the end of the day, she loves her job and she loves teaching the kids. And that's everybody in the in the show. Um, anything else besides what I just said about Melissa? She's just really hot. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little gay in this podcast. I don't know. She's a Philly eleven. <laughs> Exactly. Um, next up is Prince Brave, but like I said, like you said, she's like the Sue Sylvester of the show, mm-hmm. but like not extremely evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a lot of se- hella selfish, <laughs> but she grows throughout the show, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like all these characters grow throughout the show, and that's what I love. You know, it would be different if none of these, if there was at least like one character that didn't have any type of character development, but all of them have it and it's like it's just a solid cast a solid group of characters oh this show is just so good (laughs) y'all like i'm the only character i don't like is the teacher's aide and but i'm pretty sure they're gonna flesh her out because her show got canceled on netflix (laughs) oh yeah she was not she was at free ridge yeah she's basically a jasmine 2.0 so there was a reason that show didn't do well and wasn't gonna do well to begin with but whatever Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's not here or there. I'm not gonna talk about Free Ridge because I don't care. I never even watched it. I watched all my blog, but I didn't. I couldn't get through the fourth season, so I didn't. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So next up, Jacob Hill. Talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Jacob. <laughs> you know, I I do really like Jacob. Um, most of the time, sometimes I'm just like, please, please, please shut your mouth. But he doesn't listen to me. (laughs) Like, as what? Go ahead, go ahead. I I don't think I had any. I think I was, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) go ahead. Um, I, I love how he's in, you know, he's introduced, like I said, he's like the supposed white savior trope. But he turns out to not be that. You know, he's nothing like those other, those actual white saviors. You know, he knows that he's white. He knows that he teaches at an inner city, predominantly black school. Um, but he doesn't use that as a personality trait as the show goes on. You know, kind of starts out, you know, in my time in Africa, they're like, Jacob, don't talk about that. <laughs> Reminder, don't talk about that. And he grows as a character. Like, all of them grow. I love it. And we don't know much about Gregory Eddy yet, so it's not really to talk about other than what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, he's like, Janine's cute. <laughs> yeah. And that's that about him. And we don't know much about Mr. Johnson either, other than he's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I know so many men, like like Mr. Johnson, men that I are in my family and men that I grew up with. <laughs> Being surrounded by it's freaking funny. Um, kind of reminds me of my dad. <laughs> he's just a silly, goofy guy. Love him. He's a silly, he said, say he quiet until he gets to know you. He's funny as hell, though. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the characters. Now we can finally talk about the episode itself for real. For real. Mm-hmm. I like how it did show don't tell, but like obviously they had to tell, but like not to a straight up point. This is this character. 
this is what they do it just it just flowed i like that mm-hmm. they gave the they gave they talked about what the show was about and the characters and how they are without it being too oh my god we get it <laughs> type of thing you feel me mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah it starts out with janine teaching and she's talking about the sentence structures and my favorite movie is this and my favorite character is this and one of the kids talking about their favorite movie being American Gangster and that just reminds me about how I was six or seven watching Tyler Perry plays in, in, in movies like and I shouldn't have been <laughs> yeah. so I get that yeah I get it I grew up watching South Park right <laughs> yeah and like so many um black gen z and younger millennials grew up watching tyler perry stuff too it's like that was our childhood it's not mm-hmm. like you know we shouldn't have been watching it but we were so <laughs> so yeah janine she just really wants to she really wants to get those rugs and the main reason we find out later is because one of her students he doesn't have the best home life and yet and his parents have a lot of kids and he doesn't get comfortable sleep so he sleeps on the rug during lunchtime and mm-hmm. when one of the other students pees on the rug she's like oh shoot what am I gonna do and the main part of that of Janine she feels like she has to stop everything by herself because she never had a support system like that her and her mm-hmm. sister didn't really get along we find out later on it's hard to talk about this episode without explaining what happens later on because we, you know, we figure out everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really just needs to communicate with everybody, her fellow teachers around her, and get advice before she just decides to do whatever she wants because it gets thrown back in her face immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, when she goes to email the superintendent, but all his emails get bounced back to the principal because that's what she was talking about, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, yeah. When Barbara talked about Janine having on a five-year-old bra, so hold on. I feel like Bra's are expensive. <laughs> I mean, she's got a good point. They are expensive. And for what? Especially the bigger your the bigger your boobs, the less options you have to shop places. And I still have to get mine online, y'all. And I have to do it like one at a time because two bras and like one one bra is like fifty dollars. <laughs> I hate this. It's um, terrible. Yeah, and um, Janine talked about how her teacher would say that she was clingy and needed friends her own age. That's because her mom. We find out we didn't find this out really until the second season though. Mm-hmm. Her mom, you know, was one of those parents more treated you more like a best friend than than actually raising you mm-hmm. um her mom is played by taraji p henson i freaking love that that's just so perfect oh, so good um i just really love how it's not like there's always a extraordinary playlist where they put too much in one episode until they had all these plot holes to fill by the time the season ended and that's why the show part of the reason why the show got canceled there's so um, much happened. I mean, there's so much I couldn't even recall. So many plot lines. It was just too much going on. Mm-hmm. They just they just tried to do too much. I think they knew that they were gonna get canceled, but it's like, why would you do that though? <laughs> oh, it was such a good show. I know. I literally was gonna cry when I found out it got canceled. I said, Oh no, once they moved it from was it Thursdays or two or they moved from Tuesdays to Sundays. Once they moved the show running the show day that they that it comes on that's how you know it's, it's getting close to the cancellation mm-hmm. um 
I love how this show, how they, even though they have a lot that goes on, it's not overwhelming and they solve everything by the time it gets on or they just can, you know, they know how to keep it going throughout the other episodes. It's smart writing and a lot of shows nowadays do not have that. And you want to know why it's great writing? Because of the writers. And speaking of the writers, support the writer strike that is currently going on, guys. They just want 3%. Three percent. When I found that out, I said, "Are you freaking kidding me? These showrunners are so selfish." Oh my god! And the fact that people are trying to b- blame Prince Brunson, she's like, "Um, I'm a writer too, guys. I'm a part of the WGA." It's like <laughs> support the WGA, support writers, and support the strike. Because mm-hmm. without the writers, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. like the actors like so, you know so there's some actors there protesting with them and they're like literally i can't i have nothing to say if i <laughs> if we don't have writers mm-hmm. it's just when i found out like i knew that they didn't get paid as much but like there's just so so much so many dynamics within the hollywood industry of versus how much actors get paid whether it's a show or a movie versus how much the writers get paid, which isn't enough, mm-hmm. and versus how much the showrunners get, is also confusing. I don't even. I'm I'm scared to dive into it because I don't want to overwhelm myself. Like that's too much math. That is not our strong suit here. Taraji P Henson kind of um explained it in an interview, and some and a, quite a few other people have explained it as well. But basically, nobody's getting paid enough. That's why actors can be on an extremely popular show, but they're still so close to getting to being broke like we are. Like, was it Jacob Lordy was living in his car filming season two of Euphoria? So mm-hmm. you know they don't get paid while they're filming. They don't get paid till after the show comes out, and even then, it's still not enough. Especially shows that are on different um streaming pot streaming platforms that's what really blew me when i found that out like because ab elementary is on disney plus and it's on hulu and it's on hbo max the writers still aren't getting paid enough mm-hmm. and we you know this we didn't make this podcast to be a cash grab we make this podcast because we love the show and we really you know might as well talk about it now since we don't know when we're getting season three which is fine you know y'all can wait as long as you want until you get that money that you deserve mm-hmm. period and that's what that's what's so annoying because as this is going on the showrunners are gonna like try to villainize them so it's it's like you're gonna be like well because we don't have writers you're not gonna get your shows you're not gonna get your movies i know that I don't care. <laughs> what am I benefiting? I'm not the one getting paid. I'm paying for it. So, but the money ain't going to them. So, yeah. Support the WGA, fro- folks. I almost said friends. Frokes. Frokes. <laughs> so, yeah. When Janine did the impression of Barbara, I was, I couldn't. <laughs> You're so lovely. <laughs> um it's very obvious that that janine no that ava is extremely attracted to gregory oh my god one of my colleagues hired a male stripper for me shut up hey gregory (laughs) 
Not a chocolate drop. No chocolate. <laughs> I just love the dynamic, but it, and it doesn't get extremely creepy either. Because mm-hmm. every time she sees him, she gives him a different nickname. And he's like, y'all are seeing this, right? <laughs> oh, I love Ava. She's so freaking funny. I love all these characters. I know. And I'll eventually, hopefully I'll like the teacher's aid too. But yeah. Yeah. That's that's the that's basically the first episode. I don't think you didn't freaking do any notes. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um I'm notoriously a horrible note taker. No, you're better than me. No, because when I do my glean notes, I don't even really take notes on the episode. I just copy down um the description from the wiki page. Is this how it's going to be with this show versus with Glee? I don't... It might be different because I don't have, like, musical numbers to lean on. So we'll see how <laughs> it goes next time. Uh, um, yeah. I think that's it. These episodes are going to be shorter, which is fine, because the... How long are the episodes, even? Mm, probably, like, 25-30 minutes. So yeah, these these podcast episodes aren't going to be long, which is fine. Um, we don't have, and especially for the pilot, we don't have much to talk about. So I think this episode is going to be shorter anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are still doing best and worst, but we're only doing best and worst character, and we're doing an MVP for every episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> Who's your best and worst character? <sighs> okay, so best, I'm picking melissa just because mm-hmm. she's my vibe i just feel like we have a lot in common even though i don't know a guy who knows a guy i do i'm proud of you depending on the situation <laughs> yeah um and then my worst uh we didn't talk about her um former teacher tina who kicked a student oh yes i forgot <laughs> about that yeah she was in a, a mental breakdown and you know it is what it is. I don't know. Like you don't, you don't kick a student. <laughs> but she did. She did you hard. Threaten them. You can yell at them. You can mildly embarrass them, but you don't kick a student. But she did. She did. So there aren't really worse characters because these characters are so good. I only so- picked Ava just because she spent the thir- the three thousand dollars on the sign. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. Yeah, but like I, like you said though, I agree. Um, MVP is Barbara Howard because she really she like she is she is Janine's work mom and she's gonna be her her guidance along with the rest of the cast in a lot of these um episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she just explained to Janine, you like say you gotta be these teachers, these teachers, you gotta be these kids, parents, teacher. You just gotta be there for them in whatever way you can. And she, when she gave her the spray at the end, I said, I felt that. That, that really that really spoke mm-hmm. to me. I just love Barbara. Mm-hmm. She's that girl. She is. Who's your MVP? It's Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> that whole speech she did was amazing, beautiful. It was like the culmination of like everything I thought of going from high school to college. I was like, this is what I'm going to be. And I'm not, but you know, that's okay. 
Gotta do what you gotta do. But guess what? There's gonna be a teacher strike soon as well. Yeah. Because there's so many schools. And I think that's what the great reason why this show is out now too, with everything that's going on in the world. Another thing, the teachers, they're, they're extremely underpaid and underappreciated. And there's so many teachers that have left. They have quit teaching completely. Just like in Abbott Elementary, they quit teaching because they're because they feel like that they, they deserve more and they do deserve more. Mm-hmm. So there and there's so many people like you know, there's like parapros teaching class teaching classes even though they're not certified to. You know, they got special ed teachers um teaching kids who aren't supposed to be in a, in a special ed classes. It's just like so much going on and no what can you hear that plane? No. Okay. <laughs> I live not too far from the airport, but like that just all comes back to that pesky one percent and the government and everything. It just people are just underpaid. Everybody is underpaid. We all deserve to be paid more because they have the money. They just don't want to deal with it. Oh, if we raise if we raise the wage, then we have to raise the prices. The prices are already getting raised, bro. <laughs> And yeah, we still broke. Not yeah. fair. That's the bottom line. And that is how I'm going to end this episode. <laughs> That's that. That's all I have to say, I think. I'm yeah. getting off my soapbox now. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think you have made some amazing speeches today. Thank You've you. You've been passionate. Thank crazy you. good. And Thank I'm you. just sitting here on the sidelines doing what I do. It's usually vice versa, so. <laughs> well, we like to switch it up sometimes. Right. <laughs> we are never consistent. Sometimes we are, though. We are consistent when it comes to our writing. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of lied. Oops. We are consistent with each other when it comes to our writing. You just mm-hmm. don't display it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we also have fanfic episodes out where we talk about our favorite Glee fanfics, and we also give advice. We are very seasoned writers. I've been writing for almost 10 years when it comes to fanfics. And Emily has probably been writing 10 years or more. (laughs) So yeah, we're pretty established in the Glee writing community. We host the Glee Fan Fiction Awards because we are just that girl. Okay? Yeah. So yeah, that is our first episode of Abbott on Abbott Podcast. Yeah. Um... I really love the name, and I love the artwork. We're just so clever. We're so talented. I love us. <laughs> um, I told you it wouldn't take too long to record this. Yeah. So yeah, tune in. I don't know if it's going to be weekly. I don't know. What do you think? I think we could do it. I mean... It's not as hard as, as Gleek, please. I don't know. We can try doing it weekly, and if it doesn't work out, then we'll be back. Yep. So we'll see y'all next time. I'm not going to tell you when, because I don't know when. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. All right. So, yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. Check out our other podcasts. Okay? Yeah. Love you. Love you, too. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.
Thanks for listening to Abbott on Abbott Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Abbott on Abbott and on TikTok at Abbott on Abbott Pod. And follow our main accounts on Instagram at It's Emily Dick and at Lauren Gitis. That's L-X-U-R-E-N-G-I-T-I-S. Send us your thoughts on the episode and future episodes via email at Podcast at gmail.com or send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Abbott on Abbott.